welcome to the Mosque Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We're your hosts, Jennifer. Hello. Lori. Hi. And Juliana, that's me. Today, we are super excited to bring part two of our interview with Bonnie Cribs to you. Have a listen. Bonnie, let's start from the beginning. So where, when did your love of Disney start? Because I know you were a cast member, but did it start way before that? When did it all start? You know, my earliest childhood memory we came in 72 within the first year of Disney opening. And my first, I was, I was four and my earliest childhood memory is me being on Dumbo. And it's not like this, like huge memory or anything. It's just like this glimpse of a, of a vision. I've never been able to find a picture of me on Dumbo. I've never been able to find anything in our family, like albums or anything, but that's my earliest memory. And then just growing up, we would come every every few years or so. We, I grew up in eastern North Carolina, so it was, you know, a family drive in the station wagon down here. I was uh, the unlucky one that sat in the back of the station wagon facing <laughs> the backwards way. And so that's how long ago that was. But we would come every few years. And then my brother, he he had a big love for for Disney, and he ended up working for Disney for many years and for about 15 years, he was over, uh, he ended up starting the cruise line. He got to go over to Italy before the cruise line had started and be finishing the ship and then rode back over with it. And then he was over fairy tale weddings. So, um, he, he, um, during that time, I was the brother that came and was asking 50 questions about everything. You know, how does this work? How does this work? And like, I was just eating it up. So for as long as I can remember, I've loved Disney. And I'd always said I was going to retire down here. All my adult life, I lived in Nashville. And I'd always said I was going to retire down here. And finally, life just gave it a circumstance where like I can move. And so I moved down to Florida and I moved over to the beach of Tampa or Clearwater and, um, and I was coming over here three days a week. And I was like, I might as well just move to Orlando. So <laughs> I, finally made I knew I was going to eventually live over here, but I was like, this is too much time on I-4. So, so I and now you're living the dream. That That is a, a brutal drive over time. So I grew up in it Clearwater. Is. I don't know if I ever told you that. I actually, my mother and father-in-law live on Clearwater Beach. So we always try to tack on a trip to see them or have them come visit us whenever we go to Disney. But that's, I didn't, I don't think I knew that you lived there. Yeah. Just for, just for a year or so, but honestly, it was easier to get to Orlando from Nashville than it was from Tampa. Like it, it would drive, I would, I'd get over here and my arms would just be like, it's just nerve wracking riding on I-4. Oh my gosh. I used to do that drive as a teenager all the time, but it has gotten much worse over time. In fact, I always talk about how I just call it Orlampa now. Like, I feel like as soon as you leave the outskirts of Orlando, you're already in Tampa because both oh, absolutely spread yeah. out so much. Anyway. All right. Exactly. So you moved to Tampa, then you got to Orlando and then you drove minivans, correct? 
I did. I did. So it was a childhood dream of mine to to work on the boats, drive the boats over at Magic Kingdom, uh, not the Jungle Cruise. Uh, that would have been actually even better. But the the resorts from Fort Wilderness and Wilderness Lodge, all those. And so I had a friend that uh, told me there was a job opening. I was like, there's no way I can do that. He's like, man, you you it will be the after five hours. So you'd be working from like five until one in the morning because you're new. And I thought, I can do that. I'd seriously only wanted to do it long enough to say I did it. And, <laughs> uh, and I worked the work watercraft. And it was it was a dream come true. It was so fun, um, but it was work. Like you're out in the elements. You're you're out in the cold. You're out in the sun. Everything. I mean, it. And you're on your feet the entire time, other than two 15 minute breaks. And and so it was work. And I had a friend that from watercraft who had moved to minivans. And uh, they mentioned they had gone the minivans. And it was about that time that I thought, okay, I've done what I wanted to at Disney. It's time to go away. And so I thought, well, let me try this. So minivans were brand new at the time. I thought this would be kind of fun. There was this rule in there, though, that at that point you had to work, have been working for Disney for two years. Uh, it, it was either one year or two years. And I was nowhere near that. And But I thought, let me apply, you know. So I applied somehow or another. The computer didn't catch that. I went through, um, they interviewed me. I was offered the job. A month or so later, I started training. And I never asked about the, the one-year thing because I didn't want, like, Disney's by the rules. I'm like, if they find out, they'd move me back to boats or something. So I, uh, so I, I did minivans, and that was the best job I've ever had in my life. Like it was, it was a part-time gig, but I have never loved doing something so much in my life. It was so much fun. And it, it, I can't even explain what a, what a joy that was to get to do. What made it, what in particular, I'm, I feel like I already know what you're going to say based on, on what you said earlier about meeting people and sharing those experiences, but what made it in particular driving minivans that exciting? Cause you probably wouldn't ask like, you know, a taxi driver wouldn't be like, I loved my job so yeah. much. You know, it was, it, it was a combination of several things. You were with guests for about 15, 20 minutes each they, for them to be paying what they were for the minivans, they wanted to do it. It was an experience they wanted to be a part of. They, they wanted Disney stories. They wanted Disney experiences. Uh, and it was just fun interacting with, with guests for 10, 15, 20 minutes at a time. They eat up all the Disney stories. They did, you know, all the little details, all the, you know, the little, secrets that you can share with them, the tips that you can share with them. There was one, uh, they, they had told me they had tried their hardest to get reservations for Ohana and uh, they couldn't get it. And it was working around that nine o'clock time when everybody's canceling reservations and stuff for the next day. And I said, you know what, when we get, when we get to your resort, let me, uh, let me have your phone and let me see if I can get it for you. I didn't do it on my phone. I wanted them to see that they could get it. So I went on their phone, tap, tap, tap. I got them reservations for, you know, the next night. And I had, you would have thought that I had just, you know, given them a room in Cinderella's, you know, suite or something. It was the coolest <laughs> thing, but it was just the stories. 
at that point, the minivans were, we were empowered to, uh, you know, to, to do special things to, you know, if there was problems, we could offer some fast passes. If there was, you know, situations that weren't good, we could um, do what we call no strings attached. And we could just make people feel like a million bucks. We were able to create magic in that, you know, in watercraft, I was, you know, it's, it's interactions that were five and 10 seconds. You know, I have a magical day, watch your step, I have a magical day, watch your step. But with that, we could actually create magic and, and do really, really cool things. And that was just fun to me. Like, I felt like I was a part of what I enjoyed about being at Disney as a, as a kid, you know? That's awesome. So minivans are back. Are you, do you ever consider going back? <laughs> I, I am not. Um, no. I did like when they, when they first came back, I wanted, uh, I wanted to be a part of it, but with mouse marketplace and my group and I, I work all the time and I'm, I, I can't imagine having three nights a week where I'm, um, where I'm doing things. And now when they came back, they've required like split shifts and, and things like that. And it's just something that I know I couldn't commit to. I don't know that they would actually have me back either with a social media presence. It yeah. was kind of a, it was kind of a, uh, it, it, a sore point for, I feel like some of the, for some of the management and stuff, and which is weird to me, but, but I get it because there was, there was, people would get in the cars and they would say, Hey, how do we get Bonnie? And that, you know, that didn't necessarily sit well with, with what, yeah. you know, minivans wasn't about me. It was about the experience that they were creating and wanting to create. And so, you know, that's the, that's the way it is with Disney. It's, you know, it's about Mickey. It's about Minnie. It's about the princesses. It's not about any one cast member. And, and I don't think that Disney particularly likes when, um, a cast member is highlighted per, per se, but I was working, like I did come back with Disney after, after COVID and I was working conventions, cater uh, conventions, special events over at Epcot. Oh, so okay. That, but that was not the fun job that <laughs> many bands was. And so I, uh, I thought, you know what? It, and it's just hard to balance like a full time, I've, I've got a team of, of six now. And so it's, it's hard to justify being away from the team right. when yeah. I've got their livelihoods that I'm responsible for, you know? So, but it sounds like this is kind of the perfect solution for you because you still, I mean, you're in the parks all the time. And when you're there, we know from social media, like we were saying before, you definitely have those connections with people also. So I'm sure you're, st right. and you're getting those stories and you're getting all of that. And you're even getting your like love of Disney transportation in. I love watching your Skyliner chats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you got, you have a little bit of everything. It's kind of, it's kind of the perfect storm. But you, you know, brought up Mouse Mark. I'm sorry, you brought up Mouse Marketplace as one of the things that's keeping you so busy right now. So let's talk about Mouse Marketplace. First of all, for our listeners who may not know, I can't imagine they wouldn't, but what is Mouse Marketplace? I wish you're I wish you could we could trust everybody knew about it. It's so small. Well, we only have I like mean, six it, it, listeners. So <laughs> <laughs> we're up from one. Yeah, we're here, here. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. No, it's 
I wish I wish it was that well known. But then again, uh, it, it, I'm I'm blown away by the success of it. So back to COVID um, in 2020, I was working my career job. What I what I had always done. I was working uh, minivans three nights a week, and I had a fast pass course that taught people how to how to use and maximize fast pass. So in one day, I lost my career job, laid off from minivans, or what was the word they used for it? Furloughed from minivans, and the FastPass course went away. And I had Mouse Marketplace. I had started it in January of that year. And, you know, the big word in business at that point was, you're going to have to pivot. And that was my only hope of any kind of income at that point, because nobody was buying FastPass stuff. Nobody was, you know driving minivans and I had just been laid off of my, my career job of, you know, that I had done since college. So I was like, well, I got to find something. Interestingly enough, that mouse marketplace took off then I would get around and I would get in the car and I would drive around Disney world during the, the two weeks when everybody was at home and I would have 600, 700, a thousand people on my live watching me drive around Disney world. And if you know, by driving around Disney world, you're not seeing anything, you know, I could drive in the, the, the grand Floridian and you could actually see the grand Floridian. But other than that, I'm like over to the right, you know, I'm on world drive over to the right, Hollywood studios. There's the big ball. Ooh, catch it, catch it. You know, but folks were just craving some, mm-hmm. some sanities, folks were craving, uh, a little bit of the magic and my, you know, that's when everything in mouse marketplace just took off. And, and so we got together with some of the vendors and some of the Etsy small shops and things like that. Uh, and um, we like, let's just do some gift baskets. Let's do some gift boxes. We had already started at this point of doing things. And, uh, but we, we were like, this is the only thing that I've got to do. These small vendors, that's creating things. They're they're able to do it, but then they were limited because supply chains were limited. So, oh, I can make these ears, but the the store is closed to get the fabric, or you know. So we were so limited in anything that we could offer, but we made it work. We were like, okay, if we can send out twenty, we'll send out twenty. If we can send out a hundred, we'll send out a hundred. But whatever it is, we're we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. Um, so that that was kind of the start of it. Was when when. COVID hit, we actually exploded because everybody was craving magic and everybody was creating a little joy in their life or, you know, just wanting a smile. And I still think in in so many ways, that's still what we're offering folks is just the world's just since 2020, it's just been so messed up and so cruel and so, I don't know, so unforgiving. And, And I feel like that's still the us being able to bring a little happy is still. It kind is. Of it's like a. It, it's like a little slice of kindness. It, it, it's nice, but I I think that as bad as COVID was, especially in those early days, I feel like for so many people, um, it was the perfect storm for opportunity. I mean, that's yeah. how we, the three of us, started with our podcast. Right, you know, I think the day that the parks closed because we just wanted to talk about Disney. Um, we've interviewed several times, Ashley Kraft. She writes all of those unofficial Disney cookbooks. She's fantastic, Uh but that's, 
I mean, it ha- it couldn't have happened at a better time for her because people yeah. were craving the parks and she was offering us a way to have it at home. And that sounds exactly what mass marketplace is like this way, this solution for people who were so upset and so depressed and trapped in their houses. And here's a little bit of happiness to kind of get us through this tough time. Yeah. And I think that you're absolutely, absolutely right. Um, it was the perfect storm for you to start in, but I think that's probably the reason why it's going so well is that you haven't stopped with that kindness and magic and you don't even need to say anything on your Skyliner chats. Like you don't say anything revolutionary, but everybody <laughs> loves to just watch like, where's he going? What's he going to say? His accent's so charming. <laughs> so it's, it is, it's, it's kind of, we're, I, I'm so happy for, for small businesses like you and, and people like Ashley, because I do think that out of this horrible, scary, awful thing, you totally were able to pivot, like you said, and just make something sustainable and amazing and magical. And that's yay for you. <laughs> well, thank you. It's it's seriously fun. You, you always hear people say that, you know, if you can find what you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. Uh, and I always joked around and saying, yeah, if somebody could just pay me to go to Disney, I'd be set. And it really is fun how that's kind of panned out. I mean, I joked about that for years and years and years. Um, I still disagree with it. I work every dang day of my life, but it's, <laughs> it's work. No matter. I, that That's such a sweet little pretty saying that looks <laughs> good on work, a poster. Right? But you, you know, just from doing your own thing, you work like more than, you know, I work more than I ever did in my career job and make a whole lot less money. So it's, but I love it more than I've ever loved. It's, but anyway. That's, that is true. It is it's just fun to share Disney. And Mouse Marketplace has exploded. Like these, I remember watching your like some of the drops that you guys did for the, the baskets, for the little drops, everything. It'd go in seconds, like seconds. Well, part part of that was again the nature of everybody was at home, everybody was at on their computer, and the supply. You know, like we sold out in seconds, but we only had twenty. You know, we. We sold out in seconds. We only had a hundred and, but the demand was there so much more. And as, as supply has increased and now we're able to increase things, we, we still do our drops per day uh, or by, by the day. And uh, so we'll, we'll offer like Disney inspired t-shirts and things like this. And, uh, but we'll do it for the day, but I am so glad that we don't sell out in, um, you know, in 30 seconds, because we're not serving as many people as we can. Yeah. Uh, from a business standpoint, it's really good to sell out in 30 seconds. So, I mean, because then people are dying for your stuff, but, um, but we, we've kind of gotten a little bit past the need for that. So, um, yeah, I remember I looked for a couple of things and I just couldn't get it quick enough. I would be sitting on the po- podcast recording with them. I'm like, hang on, hang on. It's dropping. Give me one second. Um, but I got, I did get one of the hats with one of the castles on it, just the simple castle. And I love that hat. Um, Uh, one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, you guys have some really, really cute and creative things on there too. Um, you know, that's the fun part of, you know, small business is hard and y'all know this just being small businesses yourself, small business is hard. So, and I love being able to, 
highlight other vendors, to highlight other Etsy shops, or et, I'm not an Etsy shop, but highlight Etsy shops and craftsmen and artisans and everything. And just, you know what? This person has the coolest pin board. Let me highlight this. This person has this cool slider board. Let me highlight this. So that's the things that we're doing. So we are able to find some really cool things that, you know, unique and cool things. And then, you know, we do the apparel thing, but the fun things really are those items that people don't see a whole lot that are unique. And, um, and then we're also, so I get the stories from the, from the guests that I see, but I'm also getting the stories from our vendors that we, we choose to work with of Holy cow. I, you, I didn't tell you this during the time, but I was going through a lot of medical issues and, you know, I had medical bills out the wazoo and you, your drop absolutely paid that medical bill or, you know, just helping me understand or helping me see we're actually making a difference in these small businesses as well. So we're catching, I don't know. It's the coolest thing. We get to help the businesses. We get to help um, the, the people who love Disney, the, you know, our members and everything. So it's just fun. It, it's, it's all around fun. It's, hard it's work, a win-win. It's, it's a win-win for everyone. And now, a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. So before we close, we have a little you know, this or that, that we like to do a little game we like to do with our guests. I'm just going to ask you this or that. You tell me which, okay. You down. You seem like it would be, I didn't mean to back you into a corner. All right. Magic kingdom or Epcot. Probably Epcot. Mm -hmm. Okay. This one's rude. Mickey or Minnie. Minnie. <laughs> Minnie. Minnie. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Guardians of the galaxy or rise of the resistance. Guardians, easily. Easy, hands down, yeah. right? Yeah. How many times have you written? Have you gotten all the songs? <laughs> I'm so bad about knowing. Uh, well, more than I have. I mean, I've only written it like I'm sure I have. Days. I've probably written it 25 times, I'm sure. So you've so. Had, statistically speaking, you must have gotten, what are yeah. they? I, I would think so. I didn't like <laughs> the Christmas song, but that's okay. Uh, what was the Christmas song? I did hear the Christmas song was bad. It was not good. What was it? It was run, run, run. Rudolph? Run, run, Rudolph. I think run, so, Rudolph. yeah. Okay. Oh, pretzel or Mickey box? Anyway. I'm sorry? They should have just paid the licensing fee and did, did Run, Run, Rudolph. But anyway, that's... Oh, I see. Disney I went see. on the cheap way out. So. Oh, it wasn't... A, oh, so it was like a made-up song to the tune? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't understand that at all until just now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Pretzel or Mickey bar? Mickey bar. Pollock. Well, I gotta add another one. Mickey bar or Mickey sandwich? Mickey bar. Oh, yeah. Polynesian or Grand Floridian? Poly. Festival of the Arts or Flower and Garden? Festival of the Arts. Okay. Ooh, Mickey's not so scary or Mickey's very merry? That is a tough <laughs> well, one. Very merry. Very merry. Yeah. All right. Um, I actually think that that might be the more popular option. Very merry. Really? Yeah. Um, all right. What was the next one? Sorry. Oh, I think we already talked about this, but we didn't compare. Fantasmic or happily ever after? 
Oh my gosh, that was too hard. Only fantastic because you can sit down. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that is a really good point, actually. <laughs> that's a very good point. That is a really good point. And that's happily how- ever after is coming back. So I'm excited to see how it's coming back. So we need to reserve judgment for that. I one. feel like Disney kind of backtracked with that one because when they made the announcement, mm-hmm. yes. I don't think it was the show coming back. They really made it sound like the song was coming back. The yes. anthem was coming back. But when they announced it, they really did say the show. So I'm like, I, it's going to be interesting to see what we really get. It was definitely a clickbait moment because yeah. everybody went crazy. And then all of yeah. a sudden they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I mean, the song is coming back, but <laughs> so it'll be, I, it'll be interesting. I wish there was some way to know the truth behind what was intended. Cause I really do feel like the song was coming back. And yeah. now I feel like the show is coming back. And so it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm super pumped about that. All right, yeah. right. Could you imagine being in that boardroom? We have to reimagine Happily Ever After. We'll just reuse the song. We announce it. Everyone wants Happily Ever After back. Great. We don't have to do anything. <laughs> exactly. Why spend I mean, those millions? it's an easy decision. Uh, on that note with the shows, Epcot Forever for now or Illuminations? We call Epcot oh, wow. Forever. We call it Epcot for now because it's not. Yeah, yeah exactly. It is that kind of story. <laughs> you know, I feel like nostalgia wise, they would have probably been better to bring back Illuminations. That said, Illuminations is really dead for a long time. And I don't think today's world of TikTok would ever go with Illuminations. Like, I feel like it would bore people to death. But from nostalgia, I feel like they would have done a good job if they knew it was going to be a month long or two months. If they're talking a year, Epcot forever, you know. Or so, for well, then I have to ask, like, are you sad to see Harmonious go? I, that's a mixed bag with me. I, I really do like the show. I love the music of Harmonious. I hate the barges. I feel like that was the worst mistake. It was just, it's just ugly. And I would rather have the view of Epcot back than Harmonious. But this is another situation of Disney, at least by the rumor mill, of Disney dumbing down their budget. Because originally the barges were supposed to come in and go out every single day. And then they downed the budget so they had to stay. And that's what you get when you when you go on the cheap at Disney. You You don't get the experience. So... I said well, they, they looked like giant tacos. They were giant they tacos just sitting in the lagoon. Yeah, they, they did. I love Harmonious, though, like a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I really <laughs> do like the show. But it is interesting of walking so often around Epcot, how many times you hear people that aren't the, the Disney insiders say, what is that? Are they building something out there? What's going on? You know, like nobody can tell what it is. and it, But it's always like, what is that? You know, it's, it's, a, it's the negative what is that? They're doing the right thing of just biting the bullet and, and dealing with their losses. But we don't know what's to come after Epcot for now. Yeah. So, I mean, my hope is that they're just making those barges move back and forth and they'll bring it back. But but who knows, right? Yeah. Um, that is going to be the thing to see if the fireworks show is, is dumbed down. Now. Like, I feel like they know now they're going to have to do a show that is super spectacular. Part of the reason 
I've also understood it, it's always coming down to money with Disney. And if it was keeping the crowds there at night, I don't feel like they would be doing away with it, no matter what it looked like. But it's not keeping the crowds there at night. So so they have to do a nighttime spectacular that's going to keep the crowds there. And uh, so it's well, got to be a spectacular. They need to keep the kiosks and the restaurants open during the yeah. show, or at least closer yeah. to the show. That will keep the crowds there. That's what, when Absolutely. people are in the world showcase, that's what they want to do. If, I want, if I'm watching that show, I would love to have a beer and a pretzel in my hand or something like that. I think that's why the crowds are leaving Epcot at night. But Well, and it is interesting not because of, because of Epcot having so many festivals and so many booths, they're only set up for festivals and booths now. And so when it's not a festival for those few weeks out of the year, it's impossible to get a restaurant reservation. You mm -hmm. can't eat. There's nowhere to get food. Like, so of course people are leaving. They got, they got to go to Disney Springs. They got to go somewhere off property now. Another really, really good point. All right, last one, Bonnie. Last one. This divides this group here that you are sitting with. Is it the People Mover or the Railway at Magic Kingdom? Oh, People Mover. I'm the only. I knew one. that question. I knew that. I knew he was going to say People Mover. <laughs> I know you guys. I, all I am glad to see the railroad back, though. That's been really a good, a good thing. Talk we, about nostalgia. We know. rode the railroad when we were there, and it was my four-year-old's first time on the railroad because that's how long it's been closed. And yeah. I was curious to see if he liked the railroad because we are huge people mover people, like love yeah. it. And I was like, all right, now you've been on both. Which one? He's like, no people mover. I'm like, ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it. I'm always the odd man out, but that's how it goes. Well, Bonnie, again, thank you. I'm going to go ahead. We always have a mouse tip here with our, with our um, podcast episodes. So I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you. Our, Tip of the day, of course, is to check out Mouse Marketplace. They have these great gift boxes for friends and family or even for yourself. Bring a little Disney home. Bring it into your life. Mouse Marketplace has everything you need. Well, thank you so much. Thank y'all for having me. I'm so honored. It's been fun. Y'all are fun. Well, yeah, thank so you. are you. Thank <laughs> you. And thank you, Mouse Friends, for listening and tuning in to us today. We always love to hear from you and we welcome you to join our community conversations on Facebook at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper into all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. We will be sure to post the links to all of Bonnie's pages in here, so look for that. And please consider writing us a review as well for our podcast. We really appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Have a magical day. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see you real soon? Why? Why? Because we like you. <laughs>